Now this is what the Baraka Effect Podcast is all about. Nurturing a growth mindset. The constant discovery of how we can take small steps to continuously improve our lives so that we may achieve success in dunya and akhirah. Now, many of us were raised in an environment that overemphasizes the role of talent. We tend to think that our capabilities and our achievements are bound or limited by how gifted or how talented we are. We tend to look at other achievers in life and we tend to think that, oh, subhanAllah, this guy is so gifted. This guy is on a different level. And then we downplay our own selves in comparison. We think that, oh, I'm not like that guy. I'm not gifted like that, like she is. I can't possibly achieve that. I, you know, I wasn't nurtured in that environment, subhanAllah. All these patterns of thinking are what is known as the fixed mindset. In contrast, there is something known as the growth mindset, a term that was made popular by the psychologist Dr. Carol Dweck. The growth mindset is the essential belief and attitude that skills and capabilities are not just confined by talent. A person with a growth mindset behaves in such a way that he or she believes that any skill or any capability can be developed through hard work, different strategies, through learning from different people, regardless of how gifted or how old they are. And this is the attitude that we should have as Muslims, to have that optimism, to know that Allah has blessed us with capabilities to develop any skill and any capability we want if we put in the effort and remain steadfast and consistent in that pursuit bi'idhnillah. This is the essential theme of this episode of the Barakah Effect Podcast. How can we adopt and nurture a growth mindset in all spheres of our lives, whether it comes to our careers, our personal capabilities such as public speaking or presenting, or how can we develop a growth mindset in personal habits such as eating healthy, exercise, or even reading books? Or how about a growth mindset when it comes to our relationships with other people, maybe relationships with our spouses, our friends, our parents, parents, our colleagues, or in parenting, yani the role of our relationship with our children. And more importantly, an area which unfortunately tends to be overlooked. How can we adopt and nurture a growth mindset in our spiritual areas of our lives, yani in our role as Muslims in worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? How can we develop a growth mindset when it comes to abandoning sinful behaviors or adopting positive habits in Amal Saleh such as memorizing Quran, performing Tahajjud, giving Da'wah, learning Arabic. SubhanAllah, with the growth mindset, the possibilities are endless inshaAllah and that is what we hope we can explore and hope that you can gain in this episode. SubhanAllah, if you think about it, right, the Sahaba radiallahu anhum, yani the companions of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, these were the prime examples of an entire nation that was nurtured through the growth mindset. If you think about it, back in Jahiliyyah, these were a people who used to worship idols, they used to be adulterers, fornicators, alcoholics, they used to bury their own daughters alive. But with the advent of Islam, Allah had honored them. Not only did they abandon these sinful behaviors, but Allah transformed them to become the best nation that had ever walked the face of this earth. In the history of mankind, these were the best nation as Allah, our Creator Himself, testifies in the Quran. SubhanAllah. That's what we want to tap into in this episode. How can we take practical steps towards continuous growth regardless of our current circumstances, inshallah. 
And as always, don't forget to like and subscribe to the Barakah Effect podcast over at YouTube and our podcast platforms such as iTunes, Spotify, and CastBox. Hope you guys find value in this one. This is episode 21, Nurturing a Growth Mindset. وَلَوْ أَنَّ أَهْلَ الْقُرَى آمَنُوا وَاتَّقَوْا لَفَتَحْنَا عَلَيْهِمْ بَرَكَاتٍ مِّنَ السَّمَاءِ وَالْأَرْضِ بسم الله الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه ومن تبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Waalaikumsalam warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Ahlan wa sahlan brothers. Ahlan. Ahlan, ahlan. How's everyone doing? Alhamdulillah. 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 Join nice. your club, Reza. Masya-Allah. Masya I was about to say. <laughs> Masya-Allah. Welcome to the club. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, Masya-Allah. And also to the listeners wherever you are listening from, ahlan wa sahlan wa marhaban bikum. Welcome to the Baraka Effect podcast, the podcast where we attempt to discover and extract the pearls from the Quran and the Sunnah. to inshallah apply it as a practical step towards getting the best out of our dunya and our akhirah. So today we're going to explore a very fascinating topic which by the way all the brothers unanimously agreed upon in choosing uh, this week's topic and something that we feel that we resonate if, uh, resonate with highly which is nurturing a growth mindset. Now as human beings Allah gave us preference over his other creations and gave us this amazing intellect and with an innate exponential capacity to learn and continually learn and do all sorts of amazing things with it right mm. and it's an ability that we almost underappreciate sometimes and we that we don't make shukr to Allah enough right yeah. and subhanallah subhanallah yeah and an amazing and an aspect of this continual learning and a buzzword that you often hear today is the growth mindset and in regards to this growth mindset this is most evident when we observe kids you know mm. as kids there's almost this innocence where getting on this growth mindset is almost like second nature to them yeah true uh, right yeah. Just think of the time like for example when we learned to ride a bicycle mm. like how difficult did you find riding the bicycle in the first steps yeah. you uh, were falling down I can't remember. <laughs> I, I I actually I can remember that 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 oh. experience. Oh yeah? Mashallah. Yeah. It's like um falling down multiple times oh, and yeah. you think like that at that moment it's like the hardest thing like you trying to balance and all and you get all these bruises and cuts and uh yeah. at that given moment it feels like it's the hardest thing ever you're you've ever attempted in your life. But Masha at the Allah. same time, you know, our pers- perseverance and our desire to master it uh, at that point of time, like intrinsic- intrinsically drives us to practice and practice and until suddenly it becomes like you've always known how to ride a bike, right? Mm. SubhanAllah. Yeah. Mm. Doing the wheelie. <laughs> start, start, <laughs> start doing the wheelie and all these things. <laughs> MashaAllah. <clears throat> But if you imagine it uh, the other way around, mm. if you imagine that if yourself you don't, you don't have the growth mindset since you were a child, You imagine you won't be walking, right? Exactly. <laughs> oh, exactly. Mm, imagine if you kids say, didn't have my, this. My brother have talent to walk. I cannot walk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just the kind of guy who doesn't walk. What to do? <laughs> I was born not walking. I was That's just lying down. 
nine months. Subhanallah. 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 That brings me to this point. You know, as we age, we experience, you know, personal emotions and, you know, key moments in our life that at times give us the mentality to continually strive to be better. But sometimes at, at the same time, it holds us back for whatever reason. You know, we might feel discouraged by a comment. We might be... Uh, Uh, we feel that it's too hard, or that's our ceiling, or something like this. So, yeah. so as we grow, as we grow in life, as we experience life, uh, there are limiting experience that we we go through, which perhaps um, restricts our our uh, malleability to to adopt new things. Mm. Right. So, so this is exactly what we want to really discuss today. We want to explore how. We can use the awareness of this concept, the growth mind, the growth mindset, how to nurture it, to continually improve and become better, and be aware of any limiting thought processes that might hold us back to be against being the best version of ourselves with our ability granted by Allah. So, inshallah, today we'll be looking into uh, what is the growth mindset and what are some attitudes related to it, and what are some areas that we can apply the growth mindset, and also most importantly. How we can develop the growth mindset in ourselves and also our families, but firstly, before all of that, we want to d- dive into personal experiences from the brothers because uh, this topic really resonates uh, with us uh, on the heart, you know. So uh, we would want to ask, when go a quick round between the brothers, just to see why does this topic resonate so much with us personally. So. Um, First of all, I would like to uh, invite Brother Shahmi. Fadal, Brother Shahmi. So the topic, uh, growth mindset. Um, actually, it's I'm 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 relatively new to this topic, to be honest, because I have uh, I, I uh, number one because I have not been exposed to this term, growth mindset, before even before uh, you know uh, the the first the first time I have been exposed to this term, growth mindset was by uh, Brother Faisal himself when. When I, I think he said uh, this, uh, you know, talked about growth mindset a few times, um, if, even in um, in our day, uh, weekly halakah last time, right? I, if I'm not mistaken, or was it during the first uh, few meetings of the Baraka effect? Mm-hmm. So I was like, mm-hmm. oh, what what is this growth mindset? Oh, is it us? Okay, yeah. inshallah. But uh, uh, judging by the term growth, growth and mindset, I have you know a rough idea what, about what it is. So. Um, it wasn't until like literally last week that I start to research on this, make a personal research on this topic, right? So I uh, noticed that Brother Faisal he shared a book by the uh, by the psychologist. She's the psychologist, right? Carol Dweck. Yeah. Carol Dweck. Mm. So she. So yeah, Brother Faisal has the book, but I don't. So I literally went to YouTube and searched for uh, some one of her talks. So I stumbled upon a talk. That he that she did with Google, so I, mashallah. Uh, so that that's that's uh, that's literally my introduction to what a growth mindset is. So many many things that she said was I found very interesting. So uh, one of the things uh, that that she that she said is that, um, you know, I'm just I'm just uh, telling I'm just gonna share with you guys one of the things that she said that was I thought very interesting. You said that if you can't say uh, a questioner, ask her about if you can't say smart to your kids, right? For example, what can you say? 
Because apparently, if you if you continuously, consistently say smart to your kids, like, oh, what a smart kid you are, you know, uh, that will ultimately de- make them develop the fixed mindset when they're mm. older, much late, later in life. Mm. So she said that one thing, you can just show interest in the process. So this is her giving advice. Just show interest in the process, you know. Don't say that you're smart or what a smart kid you are, but show interest, uh, show interest in... Uh, the process that he or she is engaging in, you know, ask questions and and then give some encouragement, you know, don't give up, you know, stuff like that. And also, um, one of the things that I fa- found very interesting about growth mindset is that um, there is a correlation, correlation, a relationship between uh, someone who has the opposite of a growth mindset, fixed mindset with cheating, for example, cheating in exams. So, she said that the desire and actual cheating is more pre- prevalent in f- fixed mindsets. So mm. oh, it's like wow, right. because um, to be honest, I you know many many years ago, I I I, I know I am just throwing my, myself under the bus right now. But, but I did I did cheat in you know some you know some pop quiz some some pop quizzes my my teacher actually put in the class. But that's in the past, so I I regret yeah. what I did. Yeah. So she she said that the desire and actual cheating is more prevalent in fixed mindsets. Uh, people with fixed mindsets. Mm-hmm. In the, uh, so she, so so she said that in the study, students who failed in the past consider cheating to be uh, the, the the solution, and they will consider cheating more seriously than those who have um, growth mindset. So these are the things that I found interest. I find very interesting because I I I could never imagine linking these things to having a growth mindset because oh. i thought a growth mindset is just having you know like you know do better you know don't don't uh, don't be a couch potato just go out there right so yeah loose terms be a couch. go around right yeah exactly <laughs> and also uh, uh this last one inshallah um the gro- growth mindset is more than just you know, um, you know, being, being, you know, getting out there and you know, be productive because also the, the same time I watched Carol Dweck's video, I also started reading, uh, uh, Stephen Covey's book because I've, I've read her, uh, his book, but not, not, uh, you may say like religiously. So I, which book is this Aki? For the record, seven, seven, oh, seven. Uh, seven habits of seven habits, right. people. Yeah. Okay. Right. Uh, um, this book has been around for quite some mm. time now, and the brothers, brother Faisal and the brother Aziz, they they all have been you know sharing you know gems from the book. But I Ambassador. myself personally have just started to read the book. Ambassador of the Pardon? Book. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mashallah. <laughs> and also good to great for brother Faisal. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm ambassador. We're waiting for. <laughs> <laughs> so Mashallah, uh, uh, I thought I thought that book would be a dry read actually. To be honest, I, I thought it would be you know, uh, maybe just you know, facts and uh, I mean, yeah. very, very uninteresting, to be honest. True, true. But the first chapter of the book really drew me in, you know. I was yeah. like, f- I found myself reading uh, in, in an hour, you know, of many, many pages. Like, I, I intended to read, okay, let's just give this a try, maybe 10 pages. So now mm. I, I saw myself reading 100 pages. So, wow, mashallah. Did you find the book like relatable to oh, what, yeah, that, what you experience really, in your life? Very relatable, mm. very relatable. Ironically, I the first time I heard of Stephen Covey was when I uh, back in uh, uh, in Domino's Pizza. I was I was uh, one of the 
um, the workers there in the Dominus Pizza. So in, in my department, Stephen Covey's book was literally on the wall, right? Uh. Uh, seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Begin with the end, end in mind. I was, oh, nice, nice, uh, nice wallpaper. <laughs> just you know, just these things. Ah, you, know, okay. you don't really, really give it a thought, right? Really. Yeah, I think you mentioned but, this in one of the episodes early on, right? I did. I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, so I, I, I hope that provides uh, some, you know, insight into what I think of this uh, topic because um, it's really important, and I think we should really talk about this. Not only this time around, maybe in the future, maybe we have we might have you know second sessions. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, just a quick one, just to clarify the confusion. If there may, may come some confusion about this, yeah. What does calling somebody smart have to do with fixed mindset? I'm trying to relate that to the second point you said about cheating, right? You see, mm. sometimes people think it's harmless, like right? so, oh, mashallah, what a smart boy, talented boy, all these things, right? When you do this, it, it plants the persona that I'm a smart guy. Yes. So okay. if you're struggling, you for, yeah, if you if you're struggling in the exam. And then you don't score. You have to find unethical means to meet oh. that persona. Ah, yeah. that's how it's related, actually. So, mm. so because you feel that oh, I, I wait, this this doesn't make sense. I'm a smart guy. I should be able to answer this. So you don't want to okay. accept failure. So you you find these wrong means so that you can prove yourself. Mm, I knew it. I'm a smart guy. This this actually highlights uh, an illness in the community nowadays because many many people many we find many people, especially those in the um, those in the you know, uh, top tier. Um, I wouldn't. I, I don't want to say, you know, very. But in vaguely, in organizations, maybe that uh, the the top guns, right? The top guns of the organization. So uh, next up, we have uh, brother Faisal. How, why does this topic resonate with you, Aki? Okay. Okay. Mashallah, So yeah, this topic about growth mindset it has a huge significant to, significance to me personally. And subhanAllah, like, it's only when I reflect back on my life and I realize how Allah had blessed me with so much uh, goodness, I didn't realize how much I've changed throughout the years. Uh, a lot of people who know me these days, they only know me quite recently. Uh, they, don't, they, don't, they, they don't know where I came from. But if you see me 10, 15 years ago, I was a completely different person, right? So I'm just going to, like Shahmi, I'm going to throw myself under the bus right now. <laughs> so like 15 <laughs> years ago, I'm just going to give you a few bullet points, yeah? I was overweight. In fact, I was obese pretty much my entire life. I was like, uh, in fact, I came on one point I, in the BMI category, I was very obese, <laughs> very, very unflattering. <laughs> And then uh, I was a chain smoker. And as I, as I shared in episode uh, of the building relationship with Quran, I was a musician. I was obsessed. I was addicted about music, playing music, listening to music, reading up reviews about music mm. in my free time. Oh right. man, like so much time, so much money spent on music. And generally speaking, my life was just completely drowned in entertainment. I was like movies, video games, mm-hmm. TV series, hours and hours about it. I had zero relationship with the Quran, and I'm not really, I'm not exaggerating. I'm not like feigning humility here. I had zero relationship with the Quran. Uh, I barely memorized any basic surah. I did not read any books. I hated reading, except for what my lecturers would. Would force me to read, <laughs> right? Oh Even, yeah, we've been there. We've been there. Right? And fitness-wise, I didn't do any exercise. I once in a while I'd go to the gym, but I, not not even gym. I would I would run, but I'd hate running. <laughs> you felt like you had to run just just because. <laughs> yeah, I, I felt that like I had to run, so I hated it. So I, it was not sustainable. <laughs> 
But subhanallah, like when I look now, no, I now I've quit smoking, I've quit music, quit video games. I've I've lost a lot of weight. Now I'm like in this habit of exercising. I cannot imagine going two days without exercise. Like how did I even get here? You know, <laughs> I actually enjoy working out now. I actually enjoy uh, exercising, and and religiously, you now Allah knows best. I'm a completely different person back then. You know, and subhanallah, like when I look back, like what I achieved in this 10, 15 years, these things I I never. Thought it would be possible. Wallahi, I, I, I never thought it was even possible for me to quit smoking at that time. I was thinking like, mm. like this is this is not 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 achievable. I tried and I failed. And as a joke, right? Mm. Say quitting smoking is not difficult. I done it ten times today. You know, have you fallen? Know what I mean? <laughs> So I used to, I used to this tell is, my. This is a joke that the smokers usually say, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> here's, here's my favorite joke. I used to say this. Uh, I I want to quit smoking, but I'm not a quitter. <laughs> wow! All these lame stuff, right? I, I used to be like this, you know. Subhanallah. Like especially music, as I shared in the episode of building a relationship with the Quran, part one. I couldn't imagine my life without music. I used to be go fatwa shopping to look for an excuse that music is not haram. Tell me, don't tell me what I don't want to hear, you know. And so, I, I used exactly. to hate going to the gym. I just hate working out. Like I do it, I'll do it once, and I like, oh, forget about it. This is not for me, you know. Subhanallah. And 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 now, you know, like uh, now I actually enjoy it. And even like only recently, the habit of reading I actually only developed last year. Like before this, I, I I enjoyed buying books, but I had this habit of reading the first 10 pages and then abandoning it. So I have this uh, uh this uh-huh. bookshelf which is like underutilized. <laughs> the, the shelf itself is utilized, but the actual content is not there. So it's like a trophy bookshelf. If I'm being honest with myself, subhanallah. <laughs> but it's only last year I developed this, and I I, I used to think to myself I'm not a reader, but now like I I my, reading is my hobby. And this is something I never thought is possible, you know. Subhanallah, like, uh, like even like all this quitting and even the ability to speak, like Alhamdulillah, one of the things I'm, I'm very grateful to Allah is that I have opportunities to be emceeing for different Islamic events. And but in fact, a lot of people don't know that this is only something I recently developed. Back in school, I had zero ability of public speaking. I was somebody who uh, introvert. I stuttered a lot. I never did any public speaking. I never did any debates. I was this average guy who faded in the background. I wasn't a prefect. I wasn't. A, I never represented the school for any sport. I was like the kind of guy who's like Faisal. Who? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that guy. Who? Huh? What happened to him? I, I, I think I'm that kind of guy. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you But, debate now? <laughs> no, no, I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't intend to. <laughs> <laughs> but subhanallah, you know, like I, I never yeah. thought it was possible. But back in 2012, I volunteered myself just to. I wanted to try because I wanted to 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 see whether I I can do it. So I, I volunteered as an MC, and then all these I kept trying. I I didn't do so well in the beginning. I I don't. I th- I think I did pretty badly. Keep trying, improve. Keep trying, improve. And subhanallah, like these days, you know, MCing like I I do like I enjoy it now. And now, who would have thought we are a podcaster? <laughs> like, where did that come from? You know, not in, yeah. not in a million years, I would. Yeah, think. I know, right? Exactly. Like, no way! Like this is like, I cannot imagine this. So, Subhanallah! Like, okay, the reason I'm saying all these things, right? So, uh, first of all, let's, I re- remind all of us that Valika Fadlullah Yutihi Mayasha. Like, all, this is all the blessing of Allah that He gives to whoever mm-hmm. He wills. Masha Allah la quwwata illa billah. This is everything. There's no strength and power except from Allah. And I'm not saying this to boast, but I'm saying that I'm not a great guy. I'm just an average guy, a mediocre guy that you kind of forget. But if I can achieve all of this, 
I'm 100% sure you can achieve all of this and you can do so much more. And the reason I'm highlighting is this because like I'm seeing these days so many people like Reza is highlighting, they are so quick to give up on their abilities, you know? They have this like very stifled way of thinking about themselves. Like, I'm just too old for this. I, I'm not the kind of guy who does this. Like I recently had a conversation with, uh, with somebody I know. He, he, he was struggling with his job. He, didn't, he really didn't like his job. So I asked him a very simple question. Like, have you considered doing business? And his response was like, Oh, I wasn't raised that way. My parents taught me to do this, to do this. I'm like, why are you blaming your parents? This is your life. You're an adult. <laughs> you know? Why do you have this victim mindset? Like, you can be somebody else. You can train yourself. Mm-hmm. But he's blaming his past. And a lot of people have this. I've seen people who blame their traumatized uh, past and that's why they are like this or I'm just like this. I, I heard people say, I can't lose weight because of poor metabolism. Uh, you heard that mm, before? I, yeah, that's yeah. what I used to tell myself. <laughs> <laughs> like, I remember even a few years ago when I lost weight, somebody was asking, uh, Faisal, can you give us some weight, lo- weight loss tips for somebody who doesn't exercise like myself? You already made up your mind you don't want to exercise. <laughs> what kind of growth is this? Like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and growing vertically, horizontally. <laughs> growing horizontally, right? <laughs> and you know, I, I even my, my favorite my favorite excuse is actually one of our common friends. He says, actually, I don't mind exercise. It's just that I don't like to sweat. It makes me uncomfortable. I'm like, what? Um, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> The excuse yeah, getting yeah, Southeast Asia. Yeah, Southeast Asia. I'm like, what? Oh man, the things that people come up with, right? Mm. So, but subhanAllah, you know, on a more serious note, I, I'm seeing a lot of this when it comes to personal matters of religion and personal development. Like you enjoy, you you invite them to go for da'wah, they say things like, oh, I don't have knowledge. Oh, I I'm, I can't speak. Uh, you go. Uh, you, you, are, you, you are a different level. You can try. So they don't even try. They give up at the prospect of invitation. Like if you if you tell somebody, I remember like I, I used to I, I like to encourage our brothers to recite Quran. So I was telling, oh mashallah, you know, when I memorize just this, this little bit of Quran, it gives so much benefit in my life. And he was like, oh, okay, 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 okay. And his conclusion was like, okay, okay, thanks, thanks, thanks for this reminder. I'm gonna send my son to memorize Quran. <laughs> Did you not listen to a word I said? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and then he said, oh yeah, yeah, I know, but I missed the boat. What are you talking about? <laughs> we are, we're not even our four series yet and you missed the boat. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And then I know a brother once said that uh, the reason he keeps missing missing Fajr prayer is because I'm not a morning person. This is, this is, this is really, really bad. You know, like you've already mm. made up your, your mind about the kind of person who you are. And even yeah. when you, you have, people have problems about their akhlaq, their attitude, their characteristics, their personalities, they say what? Things like, oh, what to do? I'm just a hot-tempered person. Oh. If you do that, yeah. you know, if you make this excuse, you've removed the accountability from change. This mm. is the fixed mindset. This is why I want to speak about this topic because you can change. If you make these kinds of uh, uh, like conclusions about yourself, forget about it. You're not going to put in the effort because you already made up your mind. And so this is what we want to shift from being this fixed mindset to somebody who can change. Like we have to understand, we have to recognize that Allah gives us abilities like, like what Reza is highlighting. We can be somebody, we can be so much more. We have the minimum requirements to become the best in what we do. Look at the Sahaba, radiallahu anhum. They came from a point of jahiliyyah. They were alcoholics. They were adulterers. They were idol worshippers. They were far worse than you and I. Right? Mm. But what happened to them? They not only overcame their handicaps, they became the best of mankind. Not just in deen, but also in worldly affairs. They were like the benchmark of knowledge. They were the, the benchmark of leadership. They were the best in everything. Now, if Inshallah. these people came from a point where it's far worse than you and I, come on, man. Like, can we do that? 
can we at least achieve half of what we can we just mm. have to put our hearts and minds to it because here's the thing as muslims we have to remember this the same source of guidance who guided the sahaba is the one who gives you guidance mashallah mashallah the same Powerful. person yeah you have to remember this the same people who give the knowledge to people like abu huraira is the same one who granted you that knowledge to do maths to do science to do quran so be optimistic you can be a better person so that's why i want to really speak about this topic and i hope that this will be the takeaway topics from this takeaway from this discussion inshallah mashallah barakallahu feek okay uh next up we have uh akhi amir tafaddal okay i'm just going to be a light a light uh, example yeah so it's something to do with my hobby so i'm not good at it but it's my hobby yeah? i find it weird i like to cook even though i'm oh, really bad at it yeah i didn't know this Same about you <laughs> mashallah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so a side note here he's excellent at it by the way right uh, actually no actually no <laughs> yes so i try to cook like once a, uh, once a week like at least once a week yeah so 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 when this topic uh, when we chose this topic so something when i read a bit about about it yeah, so it triggers me about this uh, fixed mindset and growth mindset yeah so i, I try to uh, apply this to to my daily life because my wife she doesn't like cooking but she really she's really good at cooking but she doesn't like oh. cooking at all oh, but she, okay. but she does it effortlessly and is really nice and i on the other hand oh. i really enjoy cooking i actually like uh, sometimes like on my free time i i do uh, serve youtube to to check out for recipes like Masha techniques Allah. for cooking <laughs> but i really i'm really bad at it. I, i and i try it and it doesn't work it t- and usually i'm the only one who eats all this kind of food alone because nobody wants to eat it at home after after i try new new recipe nobody wants to eat it really so okay. let us be the home. judge of that one day inshallah huh <laughs> I, i've been yeah. the judge of that before Masha oh you've been you've been really okay. nice but inshallah anyway. i'll take i'll take five stars worth clean it. plates every time Yeah, yeah, but Amir has very high standards, so you know. Yeah, of course. Ah, okay, okay. So, so I, I usually buy small utensils, yeah, just uh, but alhamdulillah, but uh, throughout the years, uh, alhamdulillah, a bit, a bit with practice, uh, it does. Uh, my my kids uh, started to 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 eat my my dish. They don't like it, but they say, oh, okay, no no worry, no worry, Papa. Since you've cooked this, I'll eat it for you, lah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if this makes, uh, sometimes I don't know what to what what to feel like. If this makes you feel better, Papa, I'll eat it for you. Like, wow, so so nice of you. At the same time, it's like it's like a yeah, my food is bad. And I said, wow, I got really nice kids who's who's yeah, taking care so of my honest. feelings. Yeah, that's <laughs> honest. So, what, should I try cry and 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 laugh at the same time? I I don't know about that, but yeah, that just. Alhamdulillah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Bit by bit, uh, my 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 wife starts to eat my 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 cooking, yeah, but it's it's nothing near her standards of cooking. But Alhamdulillah, just to show that guy. With uh, with interest, with uh, motivation, and some hard work, eventually you you'll improve in a, in some way. But Mashallah. it does make an interesting discussion with her because she doesn't put a lot of effort, and still yeah, and and still she she cooks better than me. So that's like <laughs> fixed mindset, fixed talent, <laughs> no interest, and it does turn out well all the time. So I, I don't know when. <laughs> Mashallah, Mashallah, Mashallah. Uh, and, and on the on the on the on the religious level, yeah. So I think it seems like all the brothers here. So before that, most of us, uh, before before Allah's hidayah to all of us, we are like any other people, yeah, uh, any other kids growing up. We we don't ha- we don't have much interest in in religion. But mm-hmm. Alhamdulillah, throughout the years, after uh, encouragement for our teachers and then uh, competing with our our peers, mm-hmm. then uh, bit by bit through Allah's hidayah, Allah make us someone who enjoys seeking knowledge, even though what we seek is nothing compared to what all our teachers, mm-hmm. all our friends are doing. But mm-hmm. Allah make that easy for us, make us. Develop some uh, uh, feeling of easiness, some uh, love mm. in, in doing it, and like uh, mm. if you have time to kill, why don't you just turn on the the, 
the audio and just listen to something light, you know. And yeah, if you have yeah, some this, more time, this, yeah, you, this is an amazing blessing from indeed, Allah. indeed. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Usually yeah. we will turn on the music, right? That's yeah. right. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. yeah. So yeah, those are my two uh, my two example real life examples on on a, on a positive growth mindset. Yeah, <laughs> Over back to you, Riza. Mashallah, barakallah fiq. Okay, uh, next up we have uh, Akhi Aziz. Oh, I thought I would get away from it. <laughs> okay, okay. It's funny, right? Because most of people, they they have overweight overweight problem, obesity, right? But mm. my problem was in when I was in my um, 20s, I think it's 20 or 21, I was underweight. I think Reza know this. Yeah, I was so thin, right? Actually, actually, I have the same sort of challenge as well. Yeah, really. Yeah. Wow. My yes. my fixed mindset was like, oh, my metabolism was so high. So It's too high. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, no, guys. I was 44 I was the kilogram, 44 kilos mm. when I was wow. 20. Serious, was so underweight, uh, and so I even 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 the doctor told me that you might have a problem. What problem mm. with underweight? <laughs> I thought yeah, yeah. people with obesity that uh, would have uh, more problem, right? But uh-huh. actually, he said it's more. I think it's more dangerous because you cannot you 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 think that you are okay, but you are not okay. So oh. so I mm. so my friend just uh, the doctor said, why don't you eat more? But I eat more doesn't give any weight for me. But then I right. I asked. Um, nutritionist, they said you need to eat more and you need to go to exercise to the gym at least. So, alhamdulillah, in not less than two months, I gained, I think, 10 kilo. It's That's as good as someone losing weight 10 kilos, you know, yeah. for, for yeah. underweight people like mm. us, just to put yeah. it into perspective. <laughs> We were so underweight, right? Yeah. You can you can see my I think my bones here. <laughs> I was so ah, thin. Ah, yeah. Subhanallah. And one more is that look. Remember looking at us when we started this podcast. Mm. <laughs> Imagine if we have a fixed mindset. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. Mm. Um, I want to look at myself. My English is not that good. And we we want to create a podcast in English. <laughs> English is not even my second language. My second language is Malay. Malay. <laughs> my first language is Sarawak. Sarawak. Sarawak Malay. <laughs> Wait, they're two different languages? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually they are. They're very different. <laughs> if we think, I, I don't know how to use this microphone, this camera. We, we, we didn't even know how to talk on camera, right? That's true. Mm, exactly. <laughs> how to upload our videos, our audios, how to make the thumbnails. And without a growing mindset, I think we would just be a consumer or we would just talk about it. I wish mm. I create a podcast. Right? <laughs> And I think it is important for us to discuss because we may optimistic or have a growth growth mindset on one area or more area, but not in other area. And mm-hmm. I myself, I think I need to have clarify clarification or cl- on this growth mindset because sometimes, yeah, sometimes we are too optimistic or too, yeah, too optimistic that we want to do it all. I think, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. because Same. but 
as a human, our energy is limited. We only have two, 24 hours and we don't know when is our time. Right? Mm. So, inshallah, uh, back to you, Reza. Mashallah, barakallah. Very good. I just want to continue on the point that Aziz made about the podcast. You know, um, I think for a lot of us here, including myself, when you guys pitched the idea of the podcast, right, uh, collectively, I had so many doubts initially to to even think of doing this podcast that yep. I would say, I would say I was somewhat in a fixed mindset at that time. But then, but then um, it's like... Um, I, I also tell myself that, okay, uh, what, what's there to lose, right? You might just, uh, you know, mm. be, be embarrassed. But, <laughs> but there's, there's the, the, the benefits outweigh the, the disadvantages. Mm. And, you know, like… It's like a vaccine. That's really yeah. <laughs> Mashallah. <laughs> that's another topic. <laughs> okay. Another topic, yep. Mashallah. But also, when I reflect on um, the past few years on my, in my life… Uh, I mean, it's none other than the tawfiq from Allah and the guidance from Allah. Mm. I find that the past few years um, are so much different than the ones prior to it. In the sense that I can see myself um, like being um, wanting to take on new challenges. Oh, um, you know, like um, I, I guess it's also… Um, due to the fact that um, that Allah guides, and you know, since I have um, become closer to the Deen, it's opened so many so many eyes, uh, so much doors, and opened my eyes into so much possibilities that mm. that I feel like the, um, you can only grow as an individual uh, when you know when you have a bit of knowledge of of the, of the Deen, you know. So that's mm. something that I found in the past few years. That when I reflect back. This is something that I feel like I perhaps sometimes I don't know it, but uh, I feel like I'm on that growth mindset path. So mm. I just want to pick out one particular incident. Um, uh, besides this podcast, this is also a big event in our lives. But uh, one thing is that that immediately comes to mind um, was the responsibility of becoming an, an MC. Mm. So so this this right. <laughs> if you if you were to ask me just two years ago. I would say never in a million years. I am I'm the, the Even, most. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think I think I know Reza more than these brothers. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 He is more the the quiet. I think he. Ah, <laughs> uh, mashallah. He don't talk so much. If we. It's the we type to blend out. blend in the black background. Is it? Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Like as as you said, I'm like very uh, quiet uh, yeah, type very quiet. and um, quite introverted. So. I rarely express my um, views or, or thoughts I see. Um, in a public setting. Like uh-huh. between close friends, yes. Uh, okay. I, I, I do feel like I have that uh, level of comfort to to uh, to expand my thoughts and talk about it. But in a public setting, you know, never in a million years. So, <laughs> so, so when, when Brother Faisal uh, initially asked me to uh, have… Uh, take up on the role to become the MC. Um, I was thinking like, okay, just just jump into it, right? What have you got to lose? And it also, I, I was I was also thinking from the perspective like, just to share the burden because Brother Faisal has has been <laughs> the MC from day one, and he must yeah. be, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, 
Thank you're you. Cool. But actually, I I am more grateful to you, Aki, because you introduced me to this uh, area which I never thought. I would, <laughs> I'm so grateful uh, <laughs> for that. I was just saying that never you suckered me into this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you started this. Mashallah. <laughs> <laughs> But that was only for you know the podcast, and that, that was a big thing for me. But then you know, towards uh, Ramadan, Brother Faisal brought drop another bombshell. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that the Baraka effect is going to support, inshallah, the the uh, the awakening convention. Oh, yeah. there will be so many lectures that perhaps they, they we need a backup MC. So I'm like, okay, a backup, right? <laughs> I mean, okay. Backup might not be used at all, right? So, like backup singer, backup like player, backup dancer, just okay. Yeah, exactly. So, as I'm, I'm thinking like, okay, I didn't think much actually. I just said, okay, fine, I'll, I'll be the backup MC. And uh, lo and behold, when the event comes, there will be a series of lectures throughout a month, and basically Saturdays and Sundays, whereby um, in the end, alhamdulillah, we split the the roles between us. But yeah, so once that hits um, hits me, right, uh, that I have got to handle uh, particular sessions with uh, our asatida. Oh, only Allah knows what what I'm thinking. You know what nerves I'm, I'm going through in my mind. But um, yeah, it was an easy session, was, also, isn't it? Because it's not just exactly. emceeing. Because after the talk, you had a conversation with the shuyuk. Exactly. It's not just a typical MC role. It's also there's a 40 minute conversation part yeah. where you have to talk with the shuyu and you know prompt them to uh, uh, answer some questions and you know um, try Oof. to create a conversation. Wow, Subhanallah! At that point of time, I'm like, I, I, I basically I couldn't sleep <laughs> sleepless nights. <laughs> and um, due to that. I was like over preparing. I so I prepared from so many angles and all these things, and Alhamdulillah, Allah granted us the um, taufik and ability to handle those uh, sessions uh, in a okay way, in a sufficient way. Um, It's and more than okay, okay I think. <laughs> Mashallah. Yeah, Mashallah. Mashallah. yeah. So um, I guess in, in that sense, now looking back at that experience, right? Before that, I would never imagine I would I would. Throw myself in that situation, like never in a million years. Like when I was initially starting the podcast, when I was doing the introduction to the videos, it took me like literally three days to to like record a, a good introduction and multiple Mashallah. takes, over a hundred takes, and without e- exaggeration. <laughs> Subhanallah. Mashallah. But Alhamdulillah, uh, Jazakallah Khairan for for the encouragement as well, Brother Faisal and the team. Uh, with that experience, it felt like um, I overcame one hurdle in my life, mm. in the sense that I'm, I'm not saying that I'm a good MC now, but at least now I'm okay with the fact of um, being an MC. Mm. Whereas before, you, I, you I got rid of the phobia, isn't I it? I got rid of the phobia, right, got rid right, of the, right. the, the the fear of speaking in public phobia. So, mashallah, just looking at that experience itself gives me a lot of. Um, learnings and reflections of how this growth mindset sometimes is just to do with your um, limiting thoughts, and and it's just that you have to overcome that hurdle, and of course, uh, ask from Allah, and all, only Allah gives that ability. But it's always like this: like when you look in hindsight, this is um, when you see that oh, 
I it's it's not so bad, you know. So I mean, mm. that's that's the reason why I resonate so much uh, with this concept, the growth mindset, and especially more recent events uh, made me uh, more uh, made me identify more with this concept. So, mashallah, just just sharing from my. Uh, Mashallah, uh, previous <laughs> experience. <laughs> so, inshallah, that uh, hopefully that that sets the scene for our discussion today. That we heard uh, from all of the brothers why why this is uh, this topic is important. So now we want to go into the topic itself. Uh, so it's important to define what it is. So just want to ask the brothers uh, what they think. What is the growth mindset? Okay, maybe Any, I can try anyone? this one. Can, yeah. I'll try to summarize yeah. what I've read. Right. So I have a few resources for this. So the first one is the book that was referenced by Shami. It's called Mindset by Dr. Carol Dweck. So basically, a lot of us, we have this fear of judgment. We always have this fear of looking stupid. You know? So this is actually stems from a core belief that people have a fixed idea about their intelligence. And that's why you are afraid to try new things. Because you're afraid that when people give you feedback, it's, an, it's a personal attack on you. Uh, this is what is called the, the fixed mindset. So when you look at what the author observed is that there are people who are genuinely challenged, but who are genuinely enlightened by challenging and difficult scenarios. They are like, oh, what can I do? Oh, let's try. I want to try like this. But on the other hand, there are certain types of people when they meet through difficult obstacles in life, they feel like, oh, I'm a total failure. You know, I'm a loser. I'm an idiot. So these are the things that she says. So, uh, what we what what sh- what the author is trying to s- steer us is that actually all of us have an innate ability in us to have this attitude towards self improvement. People who are ready to take risk, people who are ready to confront the challenges, you know, like those things, like those fears. So this is something that we what what we are trying to steer towards. And I just want to quote another research paper by. I think it's called The Mundanity of Excellence by Daniel Chambliss. This is a very interesting paper. You see, a lot of us, like, we think about this concept of talent, right? We think that people are naturally talented. That's why they do certain things better than the rest. Mm. So, this research paper, they try to research hundreds of swimmers, right? People who swim. And there are reasons why they choose swimmers, but they wanted to, to, to pick a difference. Like, so, these swimmers, they choose people who are amateurs, those who represent their schools, to state representatives, to even Olympic gold medalists. So they want to see what differentiates like gold medalists and average performers. You know, what separates the good to great, so to speak. So here are the interesting takeaways, the three takeaways that I want to take from the paper. Brace yourself. Takeaway number one, talent is a useless concept. Oh, Oh, shudder. (laughs) You don't say, you know. (laughs) So he says that this is not relevant in the long run. It's relevant in the starting point. But... Yeah, your, your entry point. But after that, it's no longer relevant. So number two, excellence is mundane. If you want to be great at something, it's about doing the same thing again and again and again. It's about having the perseverance to keep trying even when you're failing, keep trying even when the results don't see it. Like just keep doing it again and again and again. Ah, so Just like cooking just now. Huh? Yeah, uh, exactly. Like I'm just cooking, right? Yeah. <laughs> So that's the point. Like uh, when the author did this research paper, right? His friend was saying like, wait a minute, mm. like that's it? That, that's the only key to excellence? This looks so mundane. And mm. the author, Daniel Chambliss said, that's the point. Excellence is mundane. Ah, so, I see. And, and here's oh, conclusion number three. And here's the important one. So number two is hard work, right? Number one, talent is not important. Number two is about uh, hard work, right? 
Uh, yes, consistency and hard work, correct? Yeah. And number three is the this is the important one, especially for us as Muslims. It's not just about hard work. It's not about it's not just about the quantity of work. It's about the quality of work. Ah, practicing a lot doesn't mean you'll gain progress. You have to make the qualitatively correct choice. That means that practice must be guided practice. It must be practice which has guidance and what is correct. Because you can, because you think about it, right? That you have, have you heard this hour, the ten thousand hour rule? Mm, yes. Yeah, it's been. Like, it's, yeah. What, what do you know so about famous. it? Like the things that if you do it repetitively for ten thousand hours, then you become good at it, right? Yeah, you become an expert at it. Expert so, at it, yeah. So apparently, researchers say that from amateur to expert or world class takes about ten thousand hours, but. There's an important detail that people forget about this research. It says that this 10,000 hours has to be qualitatively correct and guided practice. It cannot be oh. random practice. Because the perspective here is what? People actually, how much time do you spend in the office like, per week? 40 or maybe more hours mm. per week, right? Mm. Yeah. So actually you can reach this 10,000 hour rule by just a few years. But how come people are still not experts? <laughs> Okay. 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 It's a good point. Yeah, because point. because there's wastage, it's not directed. Yeah. There's inefficiency. So these are the three main takeaways from all these things. And basically, what we what we want to get here is that these are some of the building blocks of how we can build a, a growth mindset. And I think here also a takeaway I, I take it from another book. It's called Grit: The Power of Passion and Perseverance by Angela Duckworth. So she highlights this point a lot because she was amazed by how some people they have talent. But somehow these people who talent it does not determine your overall success. In fact, in many cases, like there's no correlation between talent. The only correlation between world class and normal guys are grit. How much effort you put into it, how much focus practice. In fact, the other way around is true. Those who have it's actually inversely proportional. Those who have talent tend to have less grit. Mm. What? Okay. Ah, so those who have talent have have more of a fixed mindset. So this actually uncovers something else, which is when you have like uh, when you have talent, sometimes you feel like oh you know don't worry I'm good at this. So you don't really you kind of get complacent on it. Yeah. Ah, mm. so these are all, these are some concepts about growth mindset and what it is. Mashallah, and and the human human mind right the human brain it has this ability to learn like I I, I think I think I saw this in a video yesterday. Uh, It's called the concept of neuroplasticity, right? Oh yeah, that, yeah. Good that point. that it's your as you, as we grow along and and as we age, the brain is always connecting the neurons and new pathways, and and therefore, actually, we are constantly learning. Yes. It's just that it's just that how 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 good are we at learning these things, right? Yeah. That's the that's the key thing. Yeah, thanks for highlighting this. I I, I wanted to mention this uh, because also one of the things that stifles growth is that we were raised with the mindset that our brain only grows up to a certain age. You guys have heard yeah. of how this, right? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Actually, in fact, only up to 20 years ago, scientists still believe in that. Scientists still say that your your brain only grows to I think like when you're a teenager or in your early 20s and it stops growing. Okay, here's the thing, right? Maybe growth-wise it does, but what really stimulates learning and and memory? Are the neural pathways, and that never stops, no matter how old yeah. you are. Ah, mm. so that's the important takeaway here about neuroplasticity, and it's amazing what Allah has created our bodies with. I've seen like one video where a, a child she had to operate half her brain because of this disease. Have you have you seen this video? It's really amazing, mashallah. Like the power of Allah, uh, like she had to remove half her brain. So 
you know what, what what happens when you remove half your brain, right? Half of your body will get paralyzed. Yeah. So that's what happened to her. She had to remove one side and her other side became paralyzed. But over time, she can actually walk and function normally. Allah made this brain mm. able to grow. This is neuroplasticity. And this doesn't stop when we are, just because we are a certain age. So I think it's very important to understand that biologically, we are wired to continuously learning until we meet Allah. Like 70, 80 years old, it's never too late. So this is mm. a very important fact to remember. Yeah. And actually also I got from that, that particular video that the more you stimulate it, the more neural pathways it connects and the more you actually gain, right? In that yes, sense. Yes, Subhanallah. Yes. MashaAllah. This is amazing. What does it mean by stimulating? Is it uh, ex, uh, yeah, perhaps thinking, like challenging yeah. yourself, if I can say, challenging yeah, example, yourself in new ways example, and different we, situations. We, if we spend time a lot in memorizing the Quran, it's mm. become easier, right? Then yes, correct. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, using yeah, brain power, using memory, analytical thinking yes. that that's stimulating, mm. right? If, yes, yeah, yeah. I want to quote something from Jim Quick, who's the author of Limitless. So this is very important to note. I find this very profound. He says, there's no such thing as a bad memory. There is such thing as a trained memory and an untrained memory. Mm-hmm. So think of your, me- your, your memory like a muscle. The more you train it, the stronger it gets. But when just you like, stop training... Yep. Just like before uh, we have smartphones, right? We memorize the num- our phone numbers, maybe num- phone numbers <laughs> but now yep. we don't... Stimulate the memory. Correct. That's right. That's right. So it's just like, it's just like our body muscles. If you stop going, if you stop working out, if you stop doing strength training, your body will start to think, I don't really need that mass anymore. So just like your brain as well, if you stop stimulating that memory muscle, this is going to say, why why should I expand muscle? Because the brain consumes a lot of calories, yeah? And our body is designed to survive. If I don't need that faculty, I'm going to get rid of it. So if you don't train that, that memory, that muscle memory, then it's just going to say, okay, I, I don't really need to memorize new things. Uh, mm. Put it that way. This brings out an a interesting observation. You know, the difference between people who retire and do nothing at all versus the yes. ones who retire and challenge themselves continually. Yes. You see that they live more fulfilling lives and they're more yes. optimistic, right? This yeah. Is right? Exactly. There's, a, there's an article about this, right? Countries that uh, retire at an older age, the yeah. elderly are more happier. Like, <laughs> we thought I that thought retirement relaxation. Yeah, I thought life starts when you retire. What is this like? <laughs> mashallah, mashallah. So I guess uh, to bring it further, expand this. Um, perhaps we can think about what are some examples of the areas that we can apply this growth mindset. Like um, um, for most people, what most people typically think that uh, they are fixed in as abilities. So. Perhaps we can point that out so uh, perhaps that we can improve on them, inshallah. Anyone wants to have a go on this? Okay, I'll start with this. Uh, the Prophet says, Whoever tries to be patient, Allah will make him patient. Ibn Qayyim, he comments on this and he says that, you see, if you pretend to be patient, he didn't say try, he said pretend. <laughs> mm, mm-hmm. If you just try it, pretend it enough, eventually it becomes second nature. So he says that if you, if you and this applies for any skill, whether it's uh, any characteristic, whether it's generosity, whether it's in good, doing good deeds, if you just try, eventually it becomes second nature. 
So this is very important because it shows us that our personality is not fixed. People like to think that uh, I'm just like this. For example, I'm just a hot-tempered guy. I used to say that. Mm. I'm, what to do? I'm a short fuse guy. Like, bear with me, right? <laughs> do you want to accept me for who I am? Like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> we hear that a lot now. We hear that a lot. We hear that a lot, subhanAllah. But it's not true. The hadith teaches us that we can change. Mm. If you're somebody who's hard-hearted, doesn't have compassion, well, guess what? The Prophet ﷺ is telling you based on this hadith, you can be somebody who's compassionate. If you're somebody who doesn't forgive people, you, or maybe you are somebody who's arrogant, you don't have humility, this hadith teaches you that if you try to be humble, you can be humble. And who, give, who, makes you, who gives you that patience? This is the empowering part. You saw birhullah, Allah gives you that. This is amazing. This is not like a natural thing that comes from within. This comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The one who made the Prophet ﷺ compassionate, who made the Prophet ﷺ generous, he can make you generous and compassionate. Masha'Allah. Yeah, exactly. Like actually, all all our ability, right? You know, it's all um, granted by Allah. So never think of it in the sense that it's from your own self. Like you are in control totally of your anger or your you know impatience. That it's only up to you. That that it's it's uh, uh you know it's limiting you in that sense. But mm. you know, Allah, Allah turns the hearts, you know, and, you know, Allah can can give you new, um, abil- uh, let's say, new mindsets or new abilities yeah. to, you it's know, all like, from him, become better. It's all from Allah, you know. So, so this is something that, that we should keep in mind. Yeah. So. Also, with regards to knowledge of the Quran, for example, a lot of people say that they are too old to memorize Quran. Like the friend that we spoke about just now, he wants his son to go memorize the Quran. Yeah. But in fact, we can do it. Like even we shared in the, our relationship with the Quran part one, the, episode, the podcast episode, right? We came from a point where like, we start from almost zero, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And we started in our adult years. People think like, oh, I missed the bus. I, I, people make this excuse. They say, oh, my parents didn't send me to Tahfiz when I was young. Yeah, that's what that was done. You know, like you do with what you have now. In fact, actually now you can prove whether you genuinely want to be that person or not. So we, we have that chance to change. Like even when it comes to like dunya knowledge, for me, for example, I used to consider myself, I, I, don't, I don't have the talent in engineering. I really struggled in university. Like I, I was convinced I don't think I can do this, but I forced myself anyway. After I graduate, I'm going to do something else. And lo and behold, like I'm, I just received certification of professional chemical engineer. Back in school, my chemistry teacher gave forecast me to get a B in chemistry. Like, you know, wow. <laughs> the only subject which I got B, by the way. Mashallah. <laughs> I, I can identify with uh, Brother Faisal on this. Like, oh, I'm yeah? not, I'm not like, uh, you, you would say I don't have the innate talent for engineering or something like this. Oh, no way. But, but yeah, I mean, what I found in, especially in my current job, you know, consulting, this is something that is, uh, you are expected by the client to know from A to Z, even if you don't know A to Z, right? So then you are forced to to learn and pick up new things all the time that you never thought that you would even touch, you know, um, in, in, for example, in my previous role, I was from the clients and, and you know, like you just, oh, okay, just give it to the consultant. He'll take care mm. of it. But now I'm like forced to, always be on my toes to the tables have uh, turned have tables have turned but wow. I found that like uh, something empowering I mean, initially I found that like a very steep learning curve but 
Yeah. After a while, once you have, you've, uh, it doesn't, you don't have to be an expert in all the areas. You just need to know um, to a degree that you are better than uh, perhaps, uh, let, let's say, previous self? competent, competent, yeah, okay. competent uh, in that in that okay. area. So a right. bit of everything. And um, Masha, I, I think that's something very empowering that it forces me to, you know, always be on my toes and do do new things all the time. And I think um, it, it's something good for for us to just think about uh, in our workplace, whether you are, what type of role you are doing, um, that we should always be on our toes and be ready to learn new things. You know, I, I always mm. see in the workplace sometimes that uh, perhaps someone's not so good in this scope or perhaps this is not not their, their scope of work. And they say, okay, don't ask me on this one because I, I'm, this is not my work. But it's something that, uh, okay, perhaps sometimes in some situations you have to say, okay, this is not my area of ex expertise. Mm. Uh, but it's, but I see it far too often that people use this an as an excuse to say that, okay, I'm not uh, good enough to do that. I'm just going to do my work here and, mm. and not focus on other stuff. And that's kind of limiting towards um, not only your professional career growth, but also mm. your learning as a human being. Like, you know, um, you might not um, think what you learn in the new things that you you are immersing yourself into. You only realize that after some time, after doing it, oh, mashallah, this is something amazing that I can use in another aspect of my life. You know? Ah. Yeah. So, so this is something that perhaps all the employees out there can uh, inculcate in their work. Yeah, uh, just to always continually improve no matter what skill or what how small that that area of improvement is is the most important point is to learn continually learn and continually try to uh, be outside of your comfort zone so that's uh, something that i find in the workplace when i look in this topic yeah that, uh, this positive growth mindset yeah like uh, so because it's, it's, this topic is rather new to me yeah it's, but it's an interesting topic the few things few key takeaways that i, that I can uh, i can summarize from, from my own perspective like like positive growth mindset is about um, it's a, it's a way of a it's a philosophical approach in terms of psychology in the psychological field to kind of like condition your mind to have that willpower to always improve to continuously improve. Yeah, yeah. That, those when, are the when, fruits. Yeah. When 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 that comes into uh, into play, then the the hadith that comes uh, closest to me is the hadith about like that Allah mentioned that if you find something beneficial, then strive to do that beneficial thing, seek seek Allah help in doing it, and then don't be yeah. lazy. Ah. perfectly encapsulates this concept. That's right. Yeah, yes, and, yes, yes. And, and the thing is like, uh, it, it, in that, and I draw a parallel for in, in that hadith to, to, to our topic today, it's like, uh, we will uh, cherish a lot more on the process, on, on the, um, we have a better mm, appreciation yes. on the process, on the journey, on the path, instead of the end result. Yes. So the end result, if we get it, we get it, Alhamdulillah, we got it. But if you don't get it, try harder. But, you 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 get a lot of meaning. You contemplate on 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 the, on the hardship that you had to endure. Mm. It gives more. It gives more. Uh, what you call it? Uh, uh, um, say uh, uh, meaning to it. Meaning, satisfaction there's, to yourself. There's a sweetness to it, isn't it? In the, the struggle, yeah. right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I Inshallah. I I remember myself. I have a fixed mindset on learning the Quran. Mm. Ah, I yeah, see. It, memorizing the Quran before I joined the halakha with uh, the brothers in uh, KBI. So, I, I remember I went to this um, 
I think it's a daurah by Dr. Kamilin. If if the listeners know, he's one of uh, the a teacher in Malaysia. His his memorization is so <laughs> mashallah. Excellent, mashallah. And he came to Kuching with his student. His student is, I think, 10 to 11 years old. Oh, they, but but their memorization is something in another level. You know, when they came to Kuching from KL to show how their memorization here. Mm. So I think uh, one of the memorizations uh, have a madrasa here um, invite them to to Kuching. So usually. The Quran memorization are tested by asking the student to continue whatever verse the the sheikh or the ustaz read, right? Okay. It's like yeah. uh, you yeah. you just continue this one, but these kids they are different. They are tested by the audience by asking the verse number. Oh, oh what, uh, the page level, of huh? the Quran, yeah, <laughs> the oh, the chapter mashallah. name or the the verse number. You can ask them what what. What surah is in this page? What verse? What verse is is this? You can ask them also. Like, what's the thirty verse before this or after this? Mashallah. So, I being just just approach one of the one of the student. I asked, how many juz you memorize? So, I think the boy was ten years old. He asked more than ten juz, and I asked him again. So when do you target to finish all the 30 thirty juice? So you know what he replied that triggers me. He said our ustaz doesn't teach us to finish. Oh, oh interesting. Yeah, hey. not he, they they don't have any timeline to finish the thirty uh, up oh. to thirty juice. Mashallah. What's in, but but they uh, but what is important is they get the progress. And to make sure whatever they memorize is firm in the in the memorization, you know yes. how how they how oh, they memorize. Sure. They read it 50 times, open book, and they close the book and they write it. Every right. Day. Oh. Write it. I think amazing. 50 50 times. Allah. <laughs> write it 50 times. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that's <laughs> what. Yeah, that's what triggers me to memorize also because what important is to have. Progress, right? Yes. Is yes. that um, we do the action that leads to the growth? Mm. Mm. Because yeah. sometimes we always obsess with this uh, end result, mm. but mm. yeah, I'm not saying that the end, the, the goal is not important, but the goal is should be just our our compass or our GPS. But if we don't do the work to move it, the GPS would say, uh, the, the GPS won't say. 200 meter turn right 200 meter turn right right it's like mm, yeah, so you yeah. won't you won't you won't <laughs> you won't have any 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 result if you don't do the progress mm, mashallah mashallah that's that's a lot to do with the quality as well the quality yes. of the work the, the ihsan in in memorizing so therefore you it sticks perhaps more you know it, the the foundations are firm from then for example if you just memorize and then you might forget again you know yeah. right subhanallah mm. i think we're really going into the house already in, here <laughs> yeah, so yeah. mashallah mashallah yeah. i think we can continue in this path and this is the 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 inshallah the best bits of the conversation inshallah so uh we just want to focus our attention to 
how we can develop the growth mindsets in ourselves and our families. So the practical steps that we can uh, apply in our lives uh, to inculcate this growth mindset. So uh, yes, inshallah. Let's, uh, can I start? Intention. Okay. Okay. To always right. have a formidable intention because that will serve as your best motivation to achieve the ultimate reward and to seek refuge from the most severance of punishment. And also it helps you to pick yourself up if when you are knocked down, mm. when you're in the lowest uh, pitch, uh, a strong intention helps you to, to pick yourself right back up straight away and it keeps you focused through that long journey until you reach that goal. Mm, that's that's like the big why, isn't it? Like um, mm, the yes. intention, it you always come back to it whenever you are you are along that path. You know, the intention can change, and it's also also beneficial for us to always revisit it and renew it. And and this is actually the binding thing that makes us do the things we do. Why do we do the things we do? Uh, that's the 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 driving uh, thing, I guess. Yeah. Also, to, to remind ourselves that intention has to be done frequently. Renew it frequently. It's not like you do it in day one and then you know you go off because intentions can change. I remember a quote. I think it's by Imam Ahmad. Correct me if I'm wrong. He says that we used to seek knowledge for reasons other than the sake of Allah. So mm. maybe it's for fame. Or, have you heard this quote? Yeah, yeah. I've heard this quote. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's only later on we found our ikhlas that we genuinely sought knowledge for the sake of Allah. And this is a is very like a shocking, surprising kind of admission, you know, like to, to admit to people that you've been, been intending for other than the sake of Allah. But mm. it also teaches us that like, it's not something that you do once off. Sometimes your, your intention may start in a wrong way, just correct them halfway. And maybe you start with the right intention, but you might veer off, you know, once the dunya starts opening its doors, you're like, ooh, you know, <laughs> yeah, you know, you start yeah. to go for the thing. So then you have to like step out of it, get back on track. Because the Prophet ﷺ says, Iman is, can get worn out just like your clothes get worn out. Mm. So ask Allah Azza wa to renew the Iman in your hearts. Yeah. MashaAllah. And another point, perhaps to, to add on to that, um, perhaps to surround yourself in a positive and good environment would ah, yeah. always help you come back to the correct intention. For example, mm, yes. if you surround yourself with good company, if, for example, you veer towards a different pathway, you know, the company, the good company will always say, oh, brother, you are, you are uh, perhaps uh, better off uh, doing it uh, for the sake of Allah, for example, you know, like mm. uh, to to renew your attentions. And that's also like an accountability uh, for you as well. Uh, that you all, you are always, um, that's why the Prophet uh, always recommends us to be in good a good company because of this, um, that you, in case you veer away, you will always come back, inshallah, through the help of your friends. Yes, and also yes. think intention, like if uh, it has, it, it requires some uh, some action after that, because or else it's just going to be wishful thinking. Yeah. So intention <laughs> right, is right, to be right. tied to like a uh, like a uh, tangible plan, and mm. any any meaningful plan, either in a, for worldly life or for for religious matters, has to be built upon knowledge, upon solid knowledge. So true. True. Knowledge true. needs to be sick, so that you know what are the path, what is required to actually reach the end goal, what are the 
critical path what are the uh, must have the nice have the nice to have and also mm. maybe you can draw lessons from, from people who has been there before and and people who 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 has a uh, who were not so successful as well so you can put barriers again what what sort of a uh, shubhat uh, doubts and shahwat uh, uh, de- uh, desires that 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 prevents you to end, to achieve to the end goal so you 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 kind of like know what's what's the uh, the The, the the clear path as well as what sort of barriers obstructions that you might foresee when you tread up onto that path. Mm. So the actionable point here on how you want to build a growth mindset is to find a coach, find a mentor, find a teacher, find friends who can help you guide you to the next step, so that you know that what you're doing is not just something like you know like we said the ten thousand hours just for the sake of ten thousand hours. That's not it. Yeah. yeah. It has to be guided. You have to know that you're going somewhere, you're progressing somewhere. And this is something where Allah reminds us in Surah Al-Kahf. Allah says, قُلْ هَلْ نُنَبِّئُكُمْ بِالْأَخْسَرِينَ أَعْمَالًا Do you want to know of the people who are the biggest losers when it comes to deeds? Who are they? الَّذِينَ ضَلَّ سَعْيُهُمْ فِي الْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا وَهُمْ يَحْسَبُونَ أَنَّهُمْ يُحْسِنُونَ سُنْعًا Those are those who done a lot of deeds in this dunya. But they're all lost. They all just disappear. They're all worthless. But they so, thought that they were doing something good. That's scary. It's ah. scary. Like you It's putting scary. a 10,000 hours of the wrong practice, wrong exercise, wrong... Exactly. <laughs> And by the way, like maybe people say it's okay, difficult to imagine in terms of religion, right? Actually, you know, even when it comes to dunya knowledge, yep. even if you exercise the wrong way, if you work out with the wrong technique, Yeah. You're going to you're going to get wrong. You're going to get bad results. You're probably going to hurt yourself. Yeah. You have a ceiling to how much you can achieve. And yeah. sometimes the symptoms of this doesn't appear until you do it much later on. You know, yep. so yeah, that's true. It's better yeah. to have somebody to coach you. And this coach is not necessarily. So you may have multiple coaches in multiple different subjects. So here's a, the takeaway point: If you want to be good at Quran, find a co- coach who's Quran. In fact, be more specific: a coach who's uh, a coach in Tajweed. Uh, that's a specific coach. Maybe you have a teacher for memorization. Uh, that's one teacher. Maybe you have a coach for working out. You have like you know gym like a gym coach. So have that person who can guide you because you don't know whether what you're doing is wrong. You need somebody to t- kind of like pinpoint. Oh, by the way, you should do this instead. Mm. Uh, And also just like intention, like that knowledge also is ever growing. It's, it's it's not you you. Uh, you only have to acquire 100% knowledge, then only you can draft the plan, and only you can start right. the plan. No, it doesn't. It's hand in hand. You, you all all work starts parallel. And knowledge, just like intention, uh, knowledge is something that you need to do it every now and then. You gotta cultivate that that love to learn, mm, that uh, learning yes. mindset every now and then. So it's just is that it's not stagnant. It's also grow, growing, just like yeah. you. And with that, that ends part one of our discussion on the topic of nurturing a growth mindset. Thank you and Jazakumullahu Khairan for spending time with us on this episode of the Barakah Effect podcast. Tune in again next week for part two of the discussion where the team will be sharing even more ideas on how we can nurture a growth mindset in our lives and the lives of those around us as well, inshallah. If you found value in this discussion, don't forget to love for others what you love for yourself and share this episode with your loved ones who you know can benefit from the ideas of nurturing a growth mindset. Until next time, brothers and sisters, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.